0: This call is being recorded. You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This um, looking maybe to set a record for the fastest first round in the history of the NFL draft, came quickly uh, a little bit after uh, 9.30 or so. Number 10 overall selection, no picks in the top 10, uh, nothing from Detroit, Miami, uh, the Chargers stood pat when quarterbacks kind of how we thought it set the Browns up for a favorable position. Andrew Thomas off the board at four overall, three tackles on the board. Pick number 10 overall in the 2020 NFL draft. that offensive tackle, Jedrick Wills from the down here. I got Steven Thomas in here. Pete's off busy, you know, running the uh, you know, obviously Browns digest for SI. He's got a lot going on here. But, you know, we had Steve on yesterday. Here we are about 24 hours later to go through it. Steve, for me, it's not a guy. I'm not saying it was my preference. We talked about the class of tackles. We thought they were all outstanding ball players. You know, for me, I had my concerns because he's only played one side. Obviously, I'm going to play the left side. Eyes of the ilk of Dane Brogler, Lance uh, I ain't worried about it. You know, this kid is that legit. The only reason he didn't play left tackle at Alabama. Is because they had other stuff, which is the way things work down in Tuscaloosa for Nick Saban. But your newest Cleveland Brown, Jedrick Willis Jr., offensive
1: tackle, University of Alabama. Love it, honestly. Uh, I mean, you and I talked about him, you know, on the pod, you know, back in the season, like September, October, that he was just beastly. And back at that time, everybody was talking about Leatherwood. Leatherwood was the. The headline grabber and like maybe a few weeks into the season other people started going geez, look at this other guy this wills guy and then dane uh you know uh, started pumping him up and so we started looking at him and for a while you know before they signed conklin obviously he was right i mean he was you know ot1 arguably ot1 just an absolute beast in 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 just about every phase of the game that i could see i know uh, uh Pete thinks that he's got some limitations. I, I disagree with Pete on this one, which is fine, but um I I I remember I and if I can find it I'll retweet it uh later tonight, but there was a tweet I'm I'm almost sure it was Dane. Somebody asked him in October I think it was if he could play the left side and and I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, no problem. Like something like that, something along those lines and everybody else like you said that knows a lot more about it than you and I do have said similar things that this guy has the technique and the, and the drive and the work ethic and the skills and yada, 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 that it should not be a problem for him to switch. Now, you know, I mean, they may switch Conklin, I don't know, but it seems to make more sense for them to do wells. But as far as my reaction, like you said, the only thing that would have made me slightly happier uh, would have been Andrew Thomas, just cause I just was in love with the guy. I think he's, and plus he's played on the left pretty much his whole career. So, but uh, a couple of days ago, and then yesterday on the pod, we had talked about it. Andrew Barry and uh, Joe Thomas have been making a point for the last couple of weeks of saying sides don't matter. A tackle is a tackle is a tackle. And we didn't know if that was smoke or what, but if it, if it, if it's true and apparently it is, then, you know, I asked yesterday if Wills was back uh, in the game plan and apparently he was. So, I don't, I feel weirdly calm, right? It's, it's a strange Browns night one. Normally, (laughs) you know, normally we're all nervous and mad and yelling at each other and everything else. And now like 95% of Browns Twitter is like, cool, great pick. Let's drink beer. So it's a, it's a really weird night as far as night one of the draft for the Browns.
0: Um, the thing you know you do like about it, obviously he's the nasty, mean old cuss, um <laughs> obviously a solid run blacker um the pass pro is there, obviously gonna ha- learn how gonna learn how have to mirror it, so to speak, and look, it isn't as easy as everybody right. says it does. there is some you know trepidation with that, you know, like Stephen and I will tell you guys, spend the rest of the you know go ahead tomorrow and be a lefty in everything you do. It's just not as easy, even for world class athletes. Um, but yes, when you have, and, and Dane said this on here about two weeks ago and change, I have no problem putting him over there. And I understand when I say he's my number one tackle in this class, it's got to mean he's got to be able to play on the left side. So that box checked, so to speak here, as far as what people think of him, uh, the age you love here. Steve, the thing for me, though, oh yeah, and this is maybe where we spent too much time on this is, you know, Everybody wanted to preach about the athleticism of these tackles and how much that was going to mean to this front office. Of this top tier four, they essentially drafted the least athletic of the top four. Right, but it, it, as as
1: always, that comes with context. It's not as if he's unathletic. You know, he's not some uh, big lumbering, you know, Big Ten from the 80s lineman you know that can only move straight ahead and a, and a road grader and you know the guy that Madden would go boom look at him spit on his jersey you know all that kind of stuff he's not unathletic I think that speaks more to the freakish athleticism of some of the other guys in that top uh that top tier that top four because if you watch him I mean, no, he didn't turn in, you know, a Saquon Barkley combine, but he he turned in a pretty damn good combine. And if you watch his film, which I know you have, there are times he gets out and on the second level or, you know, the backside or, you know, whatever you're asking him to do, that's more than just, you know, destroy the man in front of him, which he does with great frequency. There's plenty of examples of him getting out and doing some pretty athletic stuff out there. So and and as our mutual friend Jake Burns has said on occasion it's not going to be an exact replica of what we saw in Minnesota last year. Uh, Stefanski will cater and and t- tweak his offense to his important cogs and their you know uh, tendencies and and their pluses and their minuses. So uh, they're not going to ask him to do anything that he's incapable of doing and and he's, he's I think he's capable of doing more than enough. In what we expect Coach Hottie's offense to be, um, I, instant day one starter. We've been saying for months, they got to get a guy on that left side with that 10th pick is an instant day one starter. And I don't really see any huge, or you can nitpick here and there, but there's no huge argument, argument against it. He's he's our guy. It's Wills and Conklin. The only unsettled spot right now is the right guard, and they got a couple of guys in-house. Uh, that I think are going to be more than capable to do it. So I think things are looking up after this pick, and and we're just getting started here.
0: Uh, I think the thing you take away from it, and we had talked about this, is somewhere they needed a favorable position of importance where it was going to be cap-friendly. Boom. This is now taken care of. Um, You can still address things here. You still have a boatload of cap space here to play with, with some of these remaining free agents. If you want to go ahead and, you know, basically re-put the line into the water, so to speak, there. But you've got some cap flexibility somewhere at a position of importance here. Uh, Baker's already tweeted out. He seems pretty excited here. Um, I'm just – I'm good with the pick. I'm I'm excited with the pick. Obviously, there were guys I preferred. But, again, this was – talking about this offensive tackle class and the guys who were going to be available at 10, it was ice cream. It was, you know, what's your flavor? What's your preference? Absolutely. What's your topping here? Um, they went in, they got it done. I love the fact that now nobody's going to say, Oh, well, they took the fourth of four tackles. Well, no, you're not. Obviously they took who they felt was the second best tackle in their opinion. Who knows? Maybe they took who they feel was the top tackle right. in their opinion here. Um, and the other thing is, is as much as we want to pigeonhole hole it with analytics um you've ne- they've never seen him play the left side so they're not totally sticking to you know the computer wouldn't have made this
1: pick steve yeah uh, a lot of the uh the anti analytics you know uh, sashi 2.0 dir der, dur der stuff has been short circuited and uh and uh, left in the dust here hasn't it uh and it's actually kind of nice um i i'm with you i there's really not there's really not a lot to say. It, 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 he's arguably OT one, uh, uh, and th- doesn't have weaknesses in his game. It's not like he's small or he's you know, there's no off-field flags, at least none that we know about. There's there's no injury history. There's you know I, there's nothing to nitpick. Position of need, great importance. A position of great importance. Or, you know, any other year would be unquestionably OT one. And they got him at pick 10 without having to do any funky stuff. So if you're mad at this point, it's because you just want to be mad. There's just there's no way to be mad. I mean, maybe like like you and I, maybe he wasn't your number one pick, but how can you be mad at adding Jedrick Wills to this team at this point in their build? It's it's almost a perfect fit. Well, as much
0: as you like it for Baker Mayfield, I'm sure Nick Chubb's over there going, oh, yeah, another guy just wants to bury yeah. people into the ground.
1: Yeah, Beautiful. Absolutely- I will never see
0: anybody in the backfield again in my life. <laughs> oh, we're rolling through here. Uh, Jedrick Will's reaction episode of Locked On Browns. Um, guys, if you're not subscribed on iTunes, take care of that now. If you're not following on Spotify, take care of that now. Uh, drop a rating. Drop a review. You, can sit, you know, Just continue to bust out chops here while all of us football heads – Sports fans, get a little bit of back in our lives here for a day or two. So do me a favor. Make sure you are on those platforms and make sure you have written, uh, left a written review and a five-star rating for Locked On Brown. Steven, to this point, uh, just thoughts here on the first th- – uh, I guess we're at uh, 14 picks here. Um, obviously, four offensive tackles go through the first 13 picks, kind of like we saw. Only one wide receiver to this point. Uh, we get an Al Davis presence. We're the fastest player in this draft. Is going to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so all of that here, but Steve, uh, some thoughts here. And the, the the pace it, to me to this point, it's quick, and I guess maybe it's just the way it's going to go here. You know, obviously with the circumstances that are going on here, one trade to this point, and really a tiny, tiny trade of just you know thirteen to fourteen, and that's probably more San Francisco saying we'll do anything so, so as long as we can maybe have a pick on day two. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you, but here, but I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting. Obviously the two of stuff didn't hurt. Um, the chargers, we had talked about this with the chargers where, you know, you weren't going to be
1: able to say, we think we got a really good team and then just say, well,
0: we'll be okay with Tyron.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, I tweeted at you that you asked me yesterday on the pod, what's the pick four to 10? I felt most confident about, and I picked Herbert to the chargers. So, you know, I get one right about every six months, and uh, you know that's I'm good till August at this point. So I, I was pretty thrilled with that. But I think actually the best part of the draft so far for me has been uh, I, I haven't muted, so I'm not sure who it was, but Henry Rugg's uh, father or uncle or whoever it was falling off the couch onto the floor was was the best part of the draft coverage so far <laughs> for me. That was a riot. Yeah, we haven't had all this stuff that we thought all the old guys using uh, you know the snap face that we were. We were hoping for all of the fun with the technology hiccups and everything. We haven't had that yet, um, which is good, you know. But, yeah, it's going a lot faster than it normally does. Uh, it's going smooth for the most part. A uh, little delay issues here and there. I'm watching NFL Network. I don't know if anybody else is watching something different. But uh, so far it's been uh, – I, 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 are there any picks that you can go, ooh, what did they I, – I really – I mean, I know there were some some Carolina folks that wanted Simmons over Brown, but, I, you know, Derek Brown plays to his tape. He's going to help. Carolina needed a lot of stuff. So uh, there's really nothing thus far that you can say, oh, you know, that's a, a reach or, uh, you know, where'd that come from or anything like that? It's been not like absolute chalk, but pretty close to it. I mean, pretty much the first 12, 13 guys we thought we going to go are the guys that have gone. So it's been uneventful, which again, in uh, in Brown's world is unusual, uh, but welcome. Um, uh, right now, as I'm sitting here watching the, the Broncos pick is in. So I'm waiting to see, I'm trying to stall here until they come on so I can get this on the, on the pod here. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, where you got uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you had to figure that was coming when uh when they didn't have to trade up. Anyway, uh yeah, there's nothing we're halfway th- or almost halfway through the first round and there's nothing that's jumped out at me. I don't know where you stand, but I the only question left at this point and I put it at less than 10% is will the Browns uh try to trade back in. Uh I think maybe a small trade up into the early part into the 30s tomorrow uh would be more likely if at all. Um but, you know, we're going to keep our eyes on it and you never know what might happen uh, for the rest of the day. But I, again, I don't know where you fall on it, but nothing has shocked me so far. I like pretty much what everybody has done to this point.
0: Um, Well, a couple of wins for me is, you know, I had talked and, you know, I had talked with you about this is I'm not sure how you could look at Arizona's defense and everybody's saying they were going to take a tackle. I, I just don't know how I saw that being there. And this is the selection I like for Isaiah Simmons, because when we've talked about players like Isaiah Simmons, you talk about the fact that, well, it's great that he's versatile, and you know if he's going to go do this and he's going to go do this. And I know Jared Mueller brought it up today, and I've been talking about it for months on the show. Is who are going to be those guys who are going to do the things that you originally drafted him to do for? But so you take a player with the versatility of an Isaiah Simmons, and you pair him with another player like Buda Baker, who's got versatility. These right. two guys can line up seven yards off the line of scrimmage, and if you're a quarterback, you have zero idea what either one of these guys' assignments right. going to be. I think it was a perfect pairing as far as you put Simmons in a place where you can get some of that versatility out of him because you have other players there who are also versatile.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it's what you and I have talked about for years when you have multiple guys with uh, versatility like that. It, you can uh, I, I like to call it amoeba of the defense because you can just morph into anything from just about any alignment and the offense like you said has no clue what's coming. It's advantageous situation as far as as them not taking a tackle i'm curious what would have happened if simmons had gone to carolina at seven i wonder if they would have taken a tackle away from us uh if they would have taken wills or worfs or something like that but when simmons snuck past uh, carolina a pretty good chance that it was e- it was either him or Worfs, i thought at that point so um yeah perfect spot for him uh and it made the decision uh if the intel that a lot of us were getting was true it was tackle or simmons it made the decision pretty pretty easy for the browns uh when it came to 10 so yeah I, it's it's gone well so far i don't think you can blame anybody for anything um let's let, let's kick our heels up and uh, have a couple of beers and start arguing about 41 at this point <laughs>
0: Um, yes, uh, rolling through here, Lockdown Browns, uh, first round reaction episode here with Stephen Thomas. Um, guys, look, y- you got to run some errands. Uh, be neighborhood, be folksy. Um, if there's a mom at home because the husband's working or vice versa, uh, drop a line. Hey, I'm going to the store. Does anybody need anything? Getting through this together is the way we're going to get through this. Everybody wants to get back to their normal lives. Whether you want to go back to the life of ignoring your neighbors, but you know what? Everybody time together. <laughs> Find a way to get through this here. Um, Amen. Let's get also to the other year, so maybe we can start talking about summer and maybe start talking with some more legitimate hope when we can start seeing sports taking back to the field here. Steven, I guess the Trent Williams talks are hopefully dead. Our Isaiah Simmons talks, those are over. So, We'll move on to the next for what will be a
1: little tech carry
0: us into 2021.
1: Yeah. Like I said, let's start uh, calling each other names over 41 at this point. And, you know, I mean, if we want to just touch on it briefly here, I know you and I both think safety is a very logical pick. Um, I know that some Intel has leaked out recently that uh, DT or uh, wide receiver is also on the table at that spot, depending on the board. And I like, I like what I'm hearing in that they're trusting their board. They're not going to force anything. But the way it's going, uh, if we can get through another half a dozen picks or so uh, without any safeties being taken, I like the odds of having, once again, multiple options at 41. So um, we said yesterday, it, it, if you step back and look at the breadth of it, it's kind of hard to see a way they can really screw it up. And thus far, it's it's been uh, fantastic.
0: And and look, as a new coaching staff, as a new front office, a new regime, if you can go out and bang out left tackle with the first draft choice you ever take, and yes. that turns out to be something you ain't got to worry about for four, four five, seven, eight, nine years, you, you hit the ground running. And this is after addressing Driscoll, and this is after putting the pieces in place you did for what you need on the offensive side of the ball and just putting some teeth to the defense where you severely, severely needed bodies. To this point you know andrew Berry and company bravo got job well done crushing um, it maybe we'll maybe we'll dip the toes in a little later again this evening but for now you know you focus on a day two here three selections there
1: you know job well done steve absolutely i am crushing it to this point i mean very smart as we've said multiple times during free agency not only got guys they needed at positions of need but got it at Uh, fair market value or maybe even below fair market value so they've been they've been frugal they've been pointed they've been decisive um and uh, like we said too i think and i think we're going to see this play out over tomorrow and into day three all the one-year deals meant that they don't have to force anything so uh, like we just said a few minutes ago they can play they can trust their board at 41 if they've you know, let's say they have two safeties graded at 41 or better and they're both gone. Well, then move on to your defensive tackles or your wide receivers or edge if somebody falls, whatever it happens to be. Trust your board and take the guy, uh, take best fit, you know, and I, I, there's nothing I've seen thus far that gives me any hesitation in giving them complete trust to this point. They have proven with the little limited sample size they have, they have proven to me that they're doing things the right way and the smart way. I think we're, I think we're going in the right direction. Uh, And with
0: that, we'll put a bow on this here, get back to the rest of the first round. Uh, Make sure you follow in Brown's mock draft. My buddy over there does a fantastic job here. And of course, guys, again, check out Pandora. uh, If you got some shekels, uh, I see the Alpha Steve too here. Comedy. Uh, The show itself locked on Browns. As you guys know, follow back and count. DMs are open, um, me personally, at Jeff underscore LD underscore Lloyd. DMs are open over, the where, over there, throw a follow. Again, uh, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, ratings, reviews, following on Spotify, all of that here. Jedrick Wills, your newest Cleveland Brown, going to finish off this offensive line here, be uh, Baker's uh, blindside protector here so far, so good for Andrew Berry and the new administration. And with that, this has been your Daily Deliverer dog pound. Yellow bee. Let's
1: go. All right. Kids. I've got